Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. I went on that date with the lawyer and oh. <laughs> the one we talked about last episode with Carolina and Melissa. Yeah. And it was cute. I actually really liked that he planned a whole thing because he planned a whole taco crawl. So he wanted to go to four different taco places. And I was like, mm, that's too many. Let's just make it two taco places in a bar. So I got very delicious tacos. And the bar was super cute. Found like brand new spots that I really like that are pretty close mm. to me, which is amazing. And it was a perfectly nice conversation, but ultimately no chemistry for me. So. He wanted to go on a second date, was like, I'd love to do this again at the end. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll be in touch. But I think he kind of knew that I was not feeling it at that point. Yeah. Well, logistically, I'm just like still hung up on this, like, mm-hmm. like how a taco crawl like works. OK, so like you, you, he, the, the, the number of tacos down by two. I what did. Like- I brought the number of tacos down. He wanted to hit up four different taco spots. Wait, and so like at each of these places, he would want to is- eat a taco. And the thing is, I can't eat that many tacos. Wait, like I feel like a lot of like bars, but I hmm. this is not this is not the um the meat of what you wanted to talk about. No, this is I, the meat of what I want to yeah. talk about. I want to talk about that taco meat, Andrew. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, all right, here we go. Um, so <laughs> I was thinking, like, okay, so you go to a like a Mexican restaurant. They yeah. serve you like three tacos. Typically. Yeah. Right? So, oh, God, sorry. I just dropped my phone. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, having a tantrum. Um, Yeah. So we went to mostly like hole in the wall places or like a truck okay. mm-hmm. where you would get one, one. or you would get got it, got two, it, it. you know, mm-hmm. and then we could split. Yes. Um, so we were like splitting. Okay. Which was nice. And the tacos were delicious. The tacos were really delicious. You, it was kind of cute. really think that you would not be able to do four? No, because we got some that were big, like a big ass taco. Sure. Okay. And I, I could eat four small tacos, but I couldn't eat four big ass tacos. Yeah. I could eat maybe two big ass tacos. And we were talking about like one big ass taco, and then I had two, three small tacos because we ended up like trying multiple kinds. Right. So I did but have four well. tacos, but it was fun. It was a good date. It was really yeah. sweet, but just not. Not for me to continue dating, you know, but a good date. Like I actually really liked the effort. It was really nice that he planned a thing for us to do. And I got kind of nervous about it when we were talking about it last week on the pod. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, no, it's too much effort. But actually, the effort was good. Yeah. 
I liked it. And it was really nice to walk and talk. I'm still a big fan of a walk and talk date. Yeah, but only to two taco places. Only to two taco places. Do not try to drag me to four taco places. It's too much. Two taco places and also a bar, you said. Yeah, two taco places and a bar. Okay. And the bar, because I need to sit and I need to have the bar, actually. That's the most important part of the experience. I like that you're praising him for coming up with this idea for a date, but then also sort of taking the initiative to completely rework the entire plan that he had. Yes. So the thing is, I'm also a planner, so he can plan yeah. the date, but then I'm going to be like, mm, this is what works for You're me, gonna, actually. Yeah, I will make adjustments. The, put it in the sheet. We could see, like, the edit history. Mm, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a collaboration, a collaborative effort. Totally. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is, so again, people who see me on dating apps are sliding into my DMs. It's the story of my life these days. And... I had one guy that was kind of – I'm looking for him right now. I wish I had screenshotted this, but I really did not want to be thinking about it. Um, He – I guess this was a while ago, but he basically said that I was missing out on husband material by not wanting to go out with him. Oh, I don't know. Wild. No, I don't think it's true. If you say your husband material – in a DM, then you're probably not. No. Yeah. I think someone who's husband material would not say they were husband material like that. Did he have like any sort of evidence to sort of like back that up? Literally none. And it's one of those like kind of private Instagrams with not that much information and a profile picture where I cannot tell what he even looks like. So I don't know why these guys who I can't identify at all are then DMing me and being like, yeah, let's hang out. I'm like, I don't want to hang out with a well, not random only, profile picture. Not only do they want to hang out, they want right. to be wed to They you. want to be wed to me. They want to marry me. And I'm like, mm, yeah. I don't – I need to know more information about you to know if we could be wed. But this yeah. was a guy, um, Brett, a different one, who messaged me, hey, I saw you on Locks Club, the Jewish dating app. Mm-hmm. You remind me of a younger, cuter Mrs. Maisel, and I'm down for it. Smiley face. So I thought, that's cute. That's nice. That's good. That's you've, good. Got, you've gotten this before. I right? have gotten this all over TikTok. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's on to something. Good celebrity reference. Yes. Right. But Brett has a private Instagram account. His profile picture is of palm trees. I cannot tell who mm. he is as a person. So I message him back. Hi, Brett. Thanks. That's very sweet. Dot, dot, dot. Who are you? Question mark. Who are you? <laughs> wait, like it's like, have you ever seen that video of the, like the little kid? And he's like, he turns around. He's like, wait, who are you? <laughs> I have not, but I love it. Yeah. I'm not, but I already know I love it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so, but who is Brett? But who are you, Brett? So he responds, hmm, how to answer that? How to answer that? Question mark, question mark. I'm just a Jewish guy who loves quirky comedy that wants to know if you want to grab gelato sometime. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Okay, cute. But then I'm like, do you have a last name? Question mark. Yeah. And also, wait, does have you any idea that he lives in this area? I know nothing about him except that he saw me on Locks Club. So I guess he sees where you are and he's like, well, I, I'm there, I would imagine, because well, he wants to get gelato. Right. He saw my profile. He knows I'm in Brooklyn, New York. He found my Instagram. He knows enough mm-hmm. information about me to know where you are every single night of your where where I am, life. where I sleep, and yeah. that I like gelato. <laughs> yeah. So he's just shooting a shot saying, "Do you want gelato?" And then wow. I need to follow up 
as Nancy Drew to make sure he's not a murderer. Do you have a last name? And he's like, sure do. It's blank. Are you going to Google me? Question mark, question mark, LOL. And it's like, yeah, obviously I'm going to Google you, Brett. I think that if you're looking for constructive criticism, are you? Sure. Okay. I think that you could have been a little bit more specific with the who are you. Who are you? I was trying to be flirty. I was trying to be a little silly. Like, well, who are you? But I really should have been like, I need to know what your last name is to make sure you're not a stalker. I would sort of like play into like the palm tree things. Like, okay, you look really great and leafy, but. um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, You seem pretty tall (laughs) and full of uh, big ass leaves, but what's your deal? Yeah. What is your deal? Wow. Um, so yes, I ultimately did Google him and then I was like, oh, Brett, I don't know. I think I probably did see his profile and then I swiped right past it. Mm. Okay. Sorry. No gelato. No gelato for us together, Brett, but I hope you go enjoy some. I hope so too. Yeah, you deserve it. I like it. Yeah. That seems to be a staple of his entire thing. One of the three. <laughs> yes. It's one yeah. of the few <laughs> things we know about him. But I just, I just think... It's flattering when people find me from dating apps and they go into my DMs. That's very flattering. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's very sweet. But if you're going to do that, you're a stranger to me. You know more information about me than I know about you. You've maybe even listened to my podcast, like you've seen my website, this kind of stuff that is very searchable for me. And for a lot of these men, it's just not the case. They're just a bad profile picture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A bad profile picture and a first name. So – and how many followers? It's not like 200, 230, yeah. 236. Um, so the thing is, if you if you want to take me to gelato, I need to have some way of checking that yeah. you're not going to kill me, that we're actually going to have ice cream. So I will say this, though. Mm-hmm. Some of the hottest people are hidden in, in private accounts. Some of the hottest people you would never even know. How do you how do you know this from experience? Be- because it's like they're because more so than not, you know, like a fuckboy would not have a private profile. No, right? a fuckboy would be very public and very searchable. Right. But like a very attractive, kind <laughs> mm-hmm. person, they're like they're focused on work. You know, mm-hmm. it's like they're they're cute, they're nice, they're friendly. It's not all about the Instagram. That's so true. it's like sometimes they're hidden behind the palm tree. So that's true. But know. send me your LinkedIn then. Be like, here's my LinkedIn. That's true. Yeah. Give me mm-hmm. a resume. Yeah. So I I know what I'm getting into. Send me your dating app profile. Give me a little screenshot right, so I know right. what I missed. Right. Yeah. I need girls gotta work with something. Something. No. Any receipts from your end? I do have one. Yes. Um, so I got a text message at um, 12 a.m. 1208 a.m. Okay. Late. From, um, it's pretty late. Eastern time. Eastern time. Um, <laughs> uh, one word, hey man, no space. Not a number that I have in my, my phone. Over Pride um, weekend? Uh, this was like, I think a week or two ago, but I okay. guess I just never, I, okay. well, I wanted to talk about the baby last week. That was Yeah, fresh. of course we had to. Um, <laughs> And then I respond the next morning and I say, who is this? And they say, hey, it's Sean. Is this Andrew and Chelsea? And I famously did live. And that Chelsea. was you. That used to be you. That used to be me. And I didn't correct him. And I wasn't like, oh, actually. No, I'm Andrew I'm, Upper West. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you you have the, the bones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, Sean, I'm sorry, I'm blanking. And he's like, yeah, 
is this Andrew? And I said, yes. And he said, oh, okay, we chilled before. And I'm thinking, is this the man? I don't know if I've ever talked about on this podcast. Um, tell me if I have. Who? Um, a, like, I guess like over like two years ago, I was walking home from the bar by myself. A very attractive man literally steps off the bus. Eye contact. Okay. You start making out on the sidewalk. This is at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. You made eye contact and then you started making out? Well, I was like, yeah, I was like, do I know you? And he was like, no. And then we just made out. I don't really, I don't recall the sort of connections there. What? I was like, I'm literally on my block right now. Obviously, really great decision-making skills. And I was like, let me invite this man into my apartment. To Just a man from the bus. From the bus. Straight from the bus into your Chelsea apartment. Into my body even as well. <gasps> wow. And then um, we did have intercourse. Sure. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to go meet up with my friends at the club, but let me get your number. And I was like, okay, cool. And, and like, I think we texted maybe for like a few weeks after, but like, it was a very hazy memory because it was like very late. Right, it was, was 3 a.m. He was a, a mirage from the bus. And so, um, and so I was like, all right, like, what did I, <laughs> I have reason to believe that Sean, I don't have uh-huh. this, this name in my, in my phone. So I'm like, I have reason to believe that this is you, Sean. But I don't want to be like, hey, did we meet up after you got off the bus and we had sex at 3 a.m. and then be wrong? Could you right. imagine? And then right, they're like, so oh, my God. That would be um, so embarrassing. And so I was like, what what happened, um, Sean? And he said, well, I met you close to your apartment one night when I was headed to a bar to meet friends, came over, chilled for a bit. We Chilled kept in, for a bit. Chilled for a bit. Chilled we for a bit. We kept in touch. And then the pandemic went down. That was in July of 2019. The pandemic did not go no, down. No, it did not go after. down. There was a whole half a year. And so I, I just needed to confirm that that is who I was talking to. And I was correct. And it is crazy that, you know, like a solid two years have passed. That's four Pixar films I, that have been re- um, released. Yes, since then, <laughs> that's that Luca's happened. Luca. We have Toy Soul. Story 4. We have Onward. We have Soul. We have now Luca. That's four Pixar wow. films still thinking about this. Can you imagine? And so I mean, <laughs> he's hitting you up. Are you going to see? Him? Oh, no, 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 no. I was just like, I sort of just wanted to be correct i was like wait i need okay. to know and you were right is... and you were right and, and I, he's I was still right. thinking about you yeah he's still wow that was a it. formative moment in his life yeah yeah very strange but yeah. wow i can't even imagine making eye contact with someone as they leave a bus and then being like we're gonna make out i don't know i i very I love poor decision making skills because he did get off the bus with a fully packed backpack and i remember <laughs> thinking like there could be anything in this anything could and, be in the backpack and <laughs> uh but he did not open the backpack um he just no you it. ultimately were a good judge of character because he texted you two years later two years later you still got a text back mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah. i just i it feels like a rom-com in some ways but a little um... a naughty one <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't okay. know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, um, not because we're never going to talk to each other ever again. But I do love that he sort of like gave, he provided this very PG-13 account of what chilled. happened. We chilled. Yeah, we just chilled for a bit. And then chilled. the pandemic went down. And yeah. then the pandemic went down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's been a coma. I don't know. Since between July, July till now. He mixed, we'll never he know. He missed out on a lot of Pixar there then. <laughs> Sad for him. At least he'll yeah. get to catch up. Hopefully yeah. he's Disney Plus. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Um. Okay, wow. I believe that our our receipts, our warm-up receipts were so good today. I'm really proud of us. And I'm really 
Wow. And I'm really excited <laughs> to introduce our special guest today for the episode. He is a podcast host himself. It's called Back on Air. It's really fun and you have to listen. And also an ambassador for Viva Match, which is the Bone Marrow Transplant Registry. A saint. Please welcome the wonderful Jared Lipscomb. Oh my gosh. Hello. Hello. Thanks so much for being here, Jared. Well, thank you for having me. What uh what a wild tale to to listen in uh-huh. on. Oh my wow. god. I wish I had a rom-com meet cute uh, from a bus stop. Again, into this is not a rom-com. This it's a sexy little rom-com. Yeah. Let's just take it over and make it a, a rom-com. We can even turn it into a PG, take out the gay sex and make it a Pixar movie itself. <laughs> a Pixar movie itself. It really oh, could be. It could be a Pixar movie. It's called The Bus movie. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both your birds. Your two <laughs> yeah, animated right. birds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Off the bus. Just getting off the bus. A bird on the bus. We've seen mm-hmm. it. It could happen. So, Jared, how are you? How is your post-pandemic? Um, you know, I'm inching into life again. Mm-hmm. I have had a not to bring down the uh, to bring down the tone, but th- we'll start with the good news is that I'm fully healthy now. But I did have quite uh, you know some health struggles mm-hmm. over the past two years, which is my leukemia diagnosis, which led me to the Be the Match uh, organization, and so I spent a lot of my pandemic laid up on dating apps, mm-hmm. bored as fuck, not allowed to see people in person, but you know, wanting to connect with people. Sure. So I haven't gotten quite to the place of like meeting people in person quite yet. Okay. Um, but you know, I've had some dates even during the middle of the pandemic that I'm like, Oh my God, what was I thinking? <laughs> and of course I feel like a lot of us can relate to like the, um, you know, the dating where you get so involved with someone and you don't meet them. And it's like, you have this like intense, like one week relationship. Mm -hmm. Like I've had so many intense one week relationships where I've never even gotten the person's phone number, you know, and gotten the guy's phone number. It's like stayed on the app. Just on the app, just communicating every day, very intensely. Yeah. Telling my friends, like I found the one, you know, and then they'll Mm -hmm. be like, Oh, it's been 48 hours. That's interesting. Yeah. And so. like, oh, and now they're gone. Yeah. We've lost them and <laughs> yeah. they're gone. Okay. Wow. So that's got to be – I just feel like spending a lot of time in the apps can mm. be tough for your mental state. So – An oh. understatement. <laughs> An understatement. A little, under, a little understatement. <laughs> a sweet little understatement. Like which app are you in? Or which one's um, thing? Well, I'm trying to keep it, you know, you know, us gays, we've got our our a variety. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep it more PG 13. So I'm trying to stay desperately off of the hookup apps because, mm-hmm. you know, I've got this new lease on life. The pandemic's over. I missed cuffing season. So I wouldn't mind to date, like truly date someone. Yeah. So I'm on more of like the bumbles, the hinges, even the mm-hmm. open cupids. Sure. Um, I did a match.com trial for a little b- while. Um, of course. I did, you know, the grinder, the scruff, the 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 scrapped, the bear, the hornet, mm-hmm. the jacked, you know, all the gay fuck apps. But the gays <laughs> on the fuck apps are ready to fuck like immediately, and I am yeah. just not mentally there. Like, yeah, you, you, know, you want to flirt? It's, it's, it's been, been a while. Some time, yeah, it's yeah. been some time. Let's let's inch into it, not mm-hmm. in the way that they're wanting to inch into it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do know what you're saying. Like, you're ready for some whining and dining. Yes. yeah, so I'm ready to wine and dine as well. Like, let's, let me take you out. But yeah, it's been a while. It's wild. And um, 
people have forgotten how to communicate, you know, even me asking, I asked mm. someone out on a date. Uh, I thought it was pretty nice of me, like pretty, cause you know, uh, LA just reopened. So I thought, mm. Oh, we were, were reopened and I was chit chatting for just a few minutes. And I said, Oh, you know, would you like to grab a coffee sometime? That's all I said. Mm -hmm. The guy said, this is moving way too fast and blocked what? me. <gasps> wow. What? Wow. You, I mean, like, and I'm like, what, what in the like Gen Z is going on that we can't like, how is this moving too fast of just saying like, oh, at Let's some point I would coffee. love to get a coffee. Yeah. So things are not going so great over here I, in LA. I feel as though like if you had said like, let's have sex, then it wouldn't be moving too fast. Right. Time. They would be you like, okay, I'm Oh, perfect. I'm sure it'd have been like, what time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, where do you live? Give me the address. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely ready to see your holes, but do not want to have a black coffee. How yeah. dare you? Yes. How so, dare you? Yeah. Um, that is wild. wild. That is so wild. Also, I think that's something nice about being like, let's get off the app. Let's get a drink or a coffee or I a mean, little meetup. Listen, that's nice. It's a fine balance between, you know, being too aggressive. And I get that. But listen, if anyone can balance this fine line, I've been dating online for two years now because of mm -hmm. my sickness and recovering. So I'm a pro at balancing this. Like this is someone who was not who, who was not ready to meet someone on a dating app or just too much of a pussy to be like, you're not my type, even though we both matched and we're having this conversation. But right. when it's time to meet up, you're no longer, you know, it's it, people are fucking weird, man. Like, yeah, they are weird about that. I, that's happened to me before, too, though, where I've matched with someone and then I've talked to them a little bit and then I've been like, oh, maybe not for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I never thought of it from that perspective. <gasps> Am I the non-main character in this moment? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely the main character, and I know that about you. Um, having a – well, I don't know if I can say this, but having a cancer diagnosis and a recovery makes you the main character, absolutely. Thank you. That's yeah, what I think. Right. That's kind of how I think, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is – it turns out it's your podcast now, actually. Wow. <laughs> legally, legally, it's yours. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. Have you ever done that where you're like, oh, maybe not this person? But then it's always really hard to be like, it's a dating app, so it doesn't really matter. But then I I ghost on a dating app all day, every day. I don't ghost in real life if I've met the person, but on a dating app, I will, I will ghost. Yes. I believe ghosting on a dating app is totally acceptable because it's like we haven't – there's levels to it. If you're sitting there and talking, like I said, having, you know, a three week conversation on the dating app. Well, first of all, you should get the phone number before three weeks go in, but, yeah. but definitely they're ghosting on a dating app. I feel is allowed ghosting once you've exchanged numbers or worse gone on a date mm -hmm. or had a FaceTime call that is being a shitty person. I mean, yeah. just, you know what I mean? It's kind of shitty, but I, I mean, I work very hard to not, to not ghost. That's like my thing. I'm like, you know, you gotta, gotta give have some good karma in your life mm -hmm. so try to not ghost but sam it's hard it's hard out there okay so match.com what was the vibe yeah um <laughs> what was the vibe we need to know the match.com vibe is well i they got me hook line and sinker with like if you pay for it it's gonna be better mm -hmm. boy what a myth that is and okay. it was a good <laughs> Wait, what do they offer huh what do they offer for the paid users well, I mean, there is, it's just a dating app without ads and mm. you are mad and they think that it's, they offer the same thing that Tinder or anything else offers. They're going right. to match you with the right people who are exactly the right type. And what mm. we get on match.com, at least the gay, you know, obviously I'm gay. So I put male for male is I am getting a lot of, I would say late in life, um, 
gay men and yeah. a lot of maybe like divorced from their whim from their wives have adult children mm-hmm. or teenage children and they are looking at um ironically enough they're looking for their second chance to start over but yes it's a very specific type it's a very divorcee older gay skewing crowd mm-hmm. and then mixed in with a few sugar babies um okay Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is the, you, sugar baby. Well, no, well, yeah. I mean, technically, I would be the, sh- but except I am not looking for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love for someone to just pay for my life. You know, like please, if that's what we are going to agree on, I would do it in a heartbeat. But I'm not actively looking for like an a, a creepy old man yeah, sure. who's close to death just so I can get in the will. You know, but mm-hmm. Match.com definitely has like that vibe of like. We're trying to get in the will. Uh, it's very like, you know, when people say that depressing phrase, like the last years of our life or like the golden years, it's very mm-hmm. that vibe. Got it. So I wow. don't recommend. Okay, yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to get on there, but I'm proud of you for trying and thank you for bringing back the intel too. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think my Good dad work. is, my dad's on match.com as, mm. you know, as a divorced dad would. That's, it's a vibe. It's yes, it's very divorced dad vibes. At least like like I said, I was only matching with men, so that's what I saw a lot of. So yeah. Wait, what is your age range? I feel like you could avoid that by setting it. What's so annoying? I almost said interested, but I changed it to annoying (laughs) about Mm -hmm. match is they can you can change your filters, but they can still find you in their filters. Oh my god. And then just try to match with you even though you don't send a message. Yeah. So you don't know what you're missing vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's very, so even if you say like, I only want to see everyone under I'm 33. So I usually say like 48 and under 45 and under something like that. And 20, you know, 27 and old, well, at this point, I don't want anyone in their twenties, but sure. anyways, um, <laughs> I say that know, all the it's time. Just, it's just a crazy, it's crazy that still I'll have these ranges and then, you know, 79 year old Earl will hit me up and be like, Hey, can I make you feel real good? And I'm like, yes. Oh, for fuck's sake, Earl. Earl, no. It'd make me feel real good if you just didn't message me, please. Yeah, that's true. If you just stayed away, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. Um, okay, wow. So this is a this is a big moment. What do you think? Like, what is your ideal first date situation as you're getting back out there? I mean, well, it's so funny because I just saw this influencer who is like, I don't want to go on a coffee date or a walk. Like I'm not a dog and all of this stuff. And that's like exactly the date that I want to go on. It's like, Mm -hmm. I want, I have been getting a lot of dating advice from so many random people you would not Mm -hmm. believe. And one piece of advice that I heard from out of all people was Tiger Woods mistress, Rachel Yucatel. Oh my God. I know it's, I mean, we're spiraling here, but she had something to do with seeking arrangement and it was this whole thing. And so I was like, what is she talking up? You know, like, what is her advice? And it was pretty powerful. She was like, set a time limit for your dates, no matter if it's going good or bad at the beginning of it, like, and let your date know. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea. And that's why I like the coffee walk date mm-hmm. so much because it's like, okay, we do a lap around this giant park. When the coffee's done, when the lap is done, the date's done, even if we're having a great time, then you say, let's do this again tomorrow. And so that's my ideal first date. I want something simple like that. Have I gotten anywhere near that? No. Okay. Wait, what if the person like negatively like responds and they're like, wait, it's going so well. Like, why are you doing this? I feel like (laughs) it, it could be sort of turned in your face. No. 
You know, I I did not do much uh, like critical thinking on that part. I guess it could be completely turned on your face and say that, yeah, you could. Because like, I can imagine like I'm going like for a walk with someone, we're having a coffee, whatever. And then like, we're having a fantastic time. But like knowing, I guess, would you let the person know that there's a timer at the beginning? I I think you have to. I think you have (laughs) to at the beginning be like, hey, I actually have to go to this thing in an hour and 30 minutes or whatever. Wait, are you, yeah, because hour. I guess it's it's a difference in how you frame it because it's like, okay, do I have a thing to go to or am I just doing this because of Tiger Woods' mistress, you know? <laughs> right, well, I think we are just doing it because of Tiger Woods' mistress, right. which is why I do everything. Any advice that I yeah. can get, so yes, I will be taking her advice. But yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I feel like I would, because I'm such a people pleaser innately, I would feel like I would lie a hundred percent i'd be like listen like you know what no matter what i i I have to get going um at 12 30 whatever you know whatever the fuck time is and i think i would have to lie there's no way i could just be like sorry this is my time limit because um you know i saw the tiger woods documentary i started to do some research and the next you know like now now we have to go i'm not saying it's a bad thing it could be really endearing like it's like oh wait that's actually really interesting in a a good way to like live your life i don't know it could i'm gonna try it though on my on my first date okay whenever that happens so i will definitely (laughs) report back okay yeah you gotta tell us how it goes i do that i'll be like i'm gonna go meet my friends i have to meet my friends at a show tonight i'll say that yeah but then i'll kind of if it's going well i might push it back you know i might stay longer if and there's I nothing more date. flattering if you announce like, oh my gosh, at, you know, at 7 p.m. I have to go. So like, I'm so happy to do drinks. But And then at 6.50, you're like, you know what? I'm going to send a text message to my yeah, friends and I'm going to cancel I'm gonna the plan. I'm going to cancel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm having and meanwhile, fun. you're texting your dog, like from the right. Sorbo camp. Like, <laughs> hey dog, I'm going to be home a couple <laughs> hours later. <laughs> right. Just texting my dad like, okay, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, dad. (laughs) Yeah. um, Okay, cute. I hope that your next date, your first date out is happening soon, Darren. I hope it's like, I hope it's Listen, I'm I'm on it. I'm on a little, uh, what is it called? A hiatus because I have had the most insane little thing mini fling that we were talking about that just occurred mm-hmm. that um that I've had to delete apps and for my for the sake of my privacy and for my livelihood I was like oh my god I have to get off of here because I oh, had wow. a true crazy like one of those crazies where you're just like thank god I didn't give you my address one of those situations oh my god okay tell us is this the re- is this the most recent receipt that you have it, oh it actually is my most recent receipt oh that my I have god too, you but, got but it, it. It, but, it tell, but, but it tells us it's a it's a it's a doozy. So meet this guy on Bumble or Hinge, one of the one of the more uppity ones. Not you okay. know not not a, a three a.m. hookup app. And okay, he's a little bit older. He's he's ticking off my boxes because he's a little bit m- mature. He's got a job, mm-hmm. you know. So he says everything is so he says. And I was able to we were able to communicate quickly. And at this time, I was dealing with my cancer diagnosis, obviously recovering from it, and talking mm-hmm. to my therapist about like how do I explain it to people? You know what that I'm meeting new. Mm-hmm. I should have been on dating 
dating online at this time, honestly, but I still was like, I'm bored as fuck. The pandemic's going on. So let's do it. So I appreciated because this guy was so willing to just kind of let me say like, you know, I'm, I'm new to dating after this diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So like, bear with me. And because he was a bit more mature and I found him to be good looking and he was so eloquent about like, we all have hardships. You know, I've battled these hardships too in my life, whatever. And so for the first few days, and again, it's one of those things, time means nothing in the pandemic. So we're just right. sitting around and you, you can know, text all day. All, it's, all there's nothing day. else to do. Yeah. Nothing. And so we're texting. And so it gets to this point where we're like sharing these things that just should not be shared, you know, 72 hours into a conversation, but you're feeling so connected. Well, so then he starts to, so then he starts to do this like trauma Olympics where I'll mention like, oh, I have to go to the doctor. You know, like I can't text a lot today because again, mind you, this is all within a week fucking period. And I'm like, I can't go today because I have this like really traumatic procedure where they, you know, it's a bone marrow biopsy and it's like, they have mm -hmm. to put me in anesthesia and they drill it like really traumatic stuff where I'm not trying to get a reaction. I'm just really trying to be like, we're, we're being honest, whatever. And then he right. like, and you're sharing your day. Yeah, exactly. And this is like, what's your, this is your day. It's just a real life. Like we've been talking and then like, I get a response, like, you know, hours later being like, my uncle's going to die. And I'm like, what? okay. You know, okay. and then, so then I would like get on the phone, we'd have conversations. So I'd be like, he'd be like, how'd everything go? You know, I'm like, fine. Like just nervous about my biopsy results. Like, you know, I'm like, how's your uncle? And he's like, you know, he's just really unhealthy. And we just, my whole family thinks he's going to die soon. Oh, and I'm like, okay. You just texted me that your uncle's about to die when I'm telling you something true. And so then I realized we have this pattern of things happening. So then mm -hmm. I would kind of be like, um, not something that I love to advertise, but I'll tell you is that my ex-boyfriend actually left me when I got sick with cancer. Oh. So devastating thing, worked through Horrible. it. Traumas in the past, mm -hmm. you know, karma's mm -hmm. on him. I've moved on from it, obviously all you can do is move on. So the point is, so like I share these kind of things because I think we're having this authentic connection. And like, mm -hmm. I would say that then he would tell me about his, you know, abusive boyfriend who would beat the shit out of him. And things would just kind mm -hmm. of keep going where we were having this, it, 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 what's the word? Like regress into this trauma Olympics. Yeah. And mm -hmm. finally I was so exhausted by it because again, I'm still going through stuff. So I like that we would have this like intense connection about like dealing with things and being, and having someone to listen to. But then it went from, there was this like real quick switch where he was this like, he needed me at all times and he needed to be honest about his story. And basically, oh my God, his story. So it just, it, you know, it kept going and it, it involved, he was a meth addict, which I was like, wow, thanks for sharing that. And all of these things are red flags in hindsight, but I'm so, again, a people pleaser. I don't want to mm -hmm. be a ghoster. And I also know what it's like to have, to go through so much stuff that I don't want to be quick to throw out the baby with the bathwater. And he sure. was hot. So, you know, the thing and will be he hot. was hot. Mm -hmm. So it's so true. It's so true. And so he says like, I was a meth, you know, a meth addict. And, um, I, I am recovering from that. And then I was like, oh my God, that's so serious. You know, like I'm so, that's so incredible. Are you, you know, how are you doing? And he's like, well, I, I, you know, treat it myself uh, oh. or, or I treated my recovery myself, not using, you know, any form of doctors or meetings. And I'm like, I don't know much about meth, mm -hmm. except the one time I accidentally thought I was doing Coke at the Abbey and it turned out to be meth. And like, I was up for like three days and it was the worst experience of my life. Yeah, that so, sounds like it, torture. 
Yeah, it's horrible. So the whole point of this is to say he eventually revealed that he was curing his meth addiction by drinking a fifth of Jack Daniels a night for the past 10 years. That has been how he's handled it. Then he revealed that he had multiple personality disorders, which I also do not believe that he had because then he would talk to tell me about them as if like there were his friends. And I was like, oh, and again, I'm very open with mental health. If you listen to my podcast, I am an advocate for mental health, Mm -hmm. but this was pushing the line beyond like mental health to either he needs help or he wanted attention and he basically revealed that also on top of all of this and remember this would come like one day I would say something Mm -hmm. negative like I'm not feeling great I would get a message oh I you know I was a meth head oh sorry to hear that I'm having a biopsy oh I'm an alcoholic who recovers for you know that's how I treat my meth oh I'm schizophrenic but I'm not actually schizophrenic but I have three (coughs) people who live in my head do you want to meet them sometime he asked me if I wanted to meet them and I'm still like I was still kind I was still kind and I was still like yeah (laughs) so (laughs) hot what can you do uh, no well yeah I mean Uh, the hotness was starting to fade right anyway I think at this point it's kind of over it's what how do you even disengage from this person well he said so then he was like well I have to be honest with you I was a prostitute and I was like okay and again that wasn't after all of this that still wasn't my red flag and he said yeah I even had one client and this is where I where I don't believe what he says half the time because he would say like yeah one of my clients would have me you know would want to perform uh oral sex on me while I cracked an egg on his head. This is a, this is a, a thing mm-hmm. that I got told. Someone told me that they were a par- prostitute. On, over text or over the phone? This was, on, this was a phone call. Uh-huh. And so in the oh same my phone God. call that we have, we have this reveal, this giant reveal. And again, this has been a week of just reveals and some of them fake reveals like his uncle dying, you know, just like, and then not right. being, not, not, not being sick at all. So I was like, wow. And then he switched the conversation before I could even grasp on what's going. And so he said, what would you do if I asked for $300 on our first date. No. And that was my red flag. Like, that was go. when I finally go. was it. like, no, 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 no. I was like, you know, because also like I'm extremely in debt for my cancer and you know this, we've talked about like the financial hardships of it. So like the first thing to even bring up money, like I was literally listening to him cracking eggs as a prostitute and, you know, t- going to meet his, his, the the child that lives within his head and we were going to be in a throuple together you know and one that was glorious so I guess a quadruple of us together uh-huh. and all of that was fine but the the straw that broke the I was like this is too creepy 300 bucks it's like why it. are you asking for money like in a week like that is suspicious you know what I'm saying <laughs> so then I got a text message after I and I told him I, I sent him I, I called him and said listen it's just not working out you know it's the timing with my cancer and recovery blah 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 it's just not I'm not going to be able to do it he was very sweet and understanding. And then I woke up to a message that said, uh, you asked what I did before and I'm not sure you could hear my voice shake, but I had to get by and do what I could do to dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Now, you know, my darkest part of me, what's ours spelled like the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be something you would only tell someone you trust with everything. Like your life is the one, you know, I had my past. Trust never things happen for a reason. And that was wow. our last interaction. Wow. wow. Poetry he poet? sent yes. you. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous. Oh. oh no. My takeaway is that I don't think this man should be self-treating himself. I think um, I'm worried about that. I think you should well, worry. I mean, about- yeah. The fact that like the uncle, he was sort of like using the uncle and saying, like, well, the uncle's unwell. 
And it's like, okay, baby. You're yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pot calling the kettle. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And and again, I'm not, you know, like I appreciate people who are upfront about their mental health issues. Sure, My yeah. problem was I don't believe that he was being truthful about them because so many other things, it would just, I mean, the cons, like, I mean, you start with your uncle sick and then I say, what's wrong? Nothing. And then you end with you're, you're getting, you're cracking eggs on a prostitute client's head right. while they give yeah. you, or, while they suck on your dick. Like what is going on? I Wait, don't know. I don't I'm gonna know. I'm going to be honest. I, I think, well, obviously, I think that you had many red flags leading up yeah, to the were, final red flag. There were a few. But um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I don't think that the last one is like that crazy of a red flag. It sort of seems like a what would you do a situation could happen where it's like, <laughs> what would you do if I asked? For th- it might just be a fun little conversation. <laughs> Andrew. Um, Just like. But oh. like I, yeah, you shouldn't have made it that far into the conversation. The problem is I shouldn't have made it that far, and no, I only I'm gonna you... say I was fully medicated during that time, and like you know, so I'm just gonna completely blame it on medication because mm-hmm. I look back and think of that time frame and think of like, I mean, sure, it was just like a month or two ago, but um, I like think like, oh my god, how did how did this happen? You know, like yeah. why did the, why did why I why did that? I engage with this man for so long? I know, but it's because. We're lonely and hot people and looking for someone to talk to, having a consistent person to share with, even if they're sharing nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird. And in hindsight, you're almost like, I mean, I don't get embarrassed easily, so I'm not like embarrassed by it. But it's almost like, why was it like, Andrew, like, why was it when he said like, can I borrow 300 or whatever his phrasing with the $300? Like, why was it not when he said like, you know, Gloria lives inside his head? Like, or when he tried to one up me with, his uncle being dead yeah. and then not dying. So I don't know, but it was, you know. I don't know. Next time someone's like, I have these people inside my brain, you'll be like, okay. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> you'll lesson. be like, yeah, you'll be like, mm, probably not. We're not going to get that coffee or go on that walk, probably. Mm. I don't want to get coffee for three different personalities. No, <laughs> no just for the one. Um, so wild. And he was on Hinge or Bumble? one of those hinder bumble i get those two like they're they're the same to me so do you think the pictures were definitely him do you have any way of knowing um oh so that was the other suspicious thing he was very as you were mentioning at the the top about someone hiding behind a private profile he didn't actually have any social media which i don't know sometimes i think that's like the most gorgeous thing about a person i'm like oh my god you're so and i think at the beginning it was good um i was able because i am a sleuth beyond you know sure powerful sleuth i me was too. Able to i could confirm. be in the fbi i can find a lot of stuff oh i i do not doubt that one yeah and so you know exactly so i was able yeah. to confirm via linkedin after mm-hmm. i found out where he worked i was able to confirm that the pictures were him and um okay, obviously good. we facetimed and stuff after confirming oh, the pictures were him so i was okay. able to you know so at the end of the day he was actually hot the one he was thing actually we, hot so we the, the one so thing we know have, about him he's yeah, actually yeah. hot Yes. And that's an important thing to remember. And that's an important thing to remember this whole time. I actually just learned about, have you ever heard of kitten fishing? Oh, no, I haven't. I mean. Oh, okay. So catfishing, we all know, is when you pretend to be someone else using photos that are not you. Kitten fishing is like catfishing light. So you're using old photos of yourself (gasps) or 
photoshopping a little bit or lightly lying about your job or lightly lying about where you live, like that kind of stuff. Kitten Ooh. fishing. I mean, we're Just all guilty heard about of that it. these days. Just but heard about that. I know. I'm not going to be ashamed for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will not be ashamed for being a kitten fish. <laughs> because like you're lying about your job. Like who the fuck does not lie about their job? Right? Like a little bit. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I, I don't come out of the gate saying I'm a comedian. Yeah. So. I yeah. let people discover that because otherwise I would be harassed being like, tell me a joke. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Could it. you imagine the pain no. you'd have to deal with? No. I cannot. And then, I I, and then if you get a, a woke one, he'll be like, I think girls can be funny. And then and you I'm have like, to deal uh-huh. with that whole thing. I'm like, really cool. So cool that you think uh, that. Your favorite comedian's. Sarah Silverman, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) I saw Bridesmaids in 2011. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Our last big budget blockbuster. (laughs) Cool. Thanks. Thanks for supporting us. Um, Oh, my God. Wild. So before the pandemic, before the diagnosis, um, what was dating like for you? You were you were in a relationship. Oh no! I'm like, should I brought this up? <laughs> <laughs> I was in a relationship for a few years. Yeah, before I got sick, so okay. that was boring. You know, boring relationship. Honeymoon phase was fun at the beginning. Then you mm. move in, live together, become. We became too much of a married couple early on, and clearly there was it was not meant to be. If mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you don't want to be there for the person in the darkest times. You're just not going to be there at all. So older, yeah. younger, or. Same age as me. Oh, same age. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Also a performer? No, actually an accountant, surprisingly. Wow. Okay. A freelance accountant who worked from home. And one of his uh, problems with my diagnosis and the treatment was that it would interfere with tax season. So um, one of my biggest, yeah, (laughs) I was told that with my bald head coming in from my uh, cancer, two month cancer checkup to find out about the transplant. And I was told during the breakup conversation that not only was this meant to happen back in June, uh, but then he wanted, but that it was my fault because it interfered with his work. Yeah. It's inconvenient for tax season. The most important. Yeah. For taxes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so I'm <laughs> so furious. I am so mad. Can you imagine? I'm sorry. He's an accountant. Taxes. Ta- taxes are the thing that all of us hate the most in the world. All of us hate taxes. None mm-hmm. of us like taxes. And like you're coming in here just being like, love me, support me. And he's like, no, tax season. I have to give it my all. Yeah, I know. Fucked I mean- up. It's so fucked up. And then I learned it is a common thing that happens. And, uh, you know, uh, with people who get diagnosed with illnesses or going through traumatic experiences, Mm -hmm. it's something that happens. I don't talk about it that often. Obviously, this is the perfect place to talk about it because this is what you talk about, you know, relationships and dating and things. But um, so it's something that I've been able to kind of grapple with. And I've had well over two years to kind of come to terms Mm -hmm. with why someone would do that. Someone who you think, you know, you're committed to for life. I mean, we were living together, had a dog together, all of those types of things. So it is interesting, but, um, sometimes that trauma just really, you know, like the trauma traumatic experience makes people say, I can't do this. And, you know, people have to figure out their own shit sometimes too. And they're just not, they don't have it together. And looking back, he did not have it together. You know, I was working Mm -hmm. very successfully and I'm using the term accountant very generously for him. He was, you know, he worked 
that's the easiest way to say he worked, you know, in an accounting firm, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not like he was a high profile accountant making all this money or anything. So, so yeah, he's, you know, would I say he's a shitty person? That's for people to decide. I no longer have the energy to do that. Like I have to focus on being better yeah, and on well. You. And all that shit, yeah. So. <laughs> being healthy and happy. Very much. Thank you. Next energy you're giving yes. me. But before I found him, I was also a dater and I did have, you know, those experiences again, once again, of just mm-hmm. not saying no, being a people pleaser, you know, yeah, it's hard. It's a thing that I'm learning now as I get older because I'm I'm turning 30 this year. So I think I've done a lot of trying to make other people happy in relationships and not asking enough for my needs or the things that I want that are mm-hmm. baseline even. So I don't know. It's it's frustrating that in your 20s when you're hot and fun and have all this energy to date, you don't know <laughs> to stand up for yourself because how powerful would that have been? Oh, I know. <sighs> Can you imagine? Me, I like me in my 20s being like, no, actually, you can't treat me like this. Yeah. Bye. It just, you know, I mean, it is a lesson, though, that we learn. And how, I mean, who knows? Who fucking knows? There's no... <sighs> Who if I said there's no hope for any of us? There's no hope for any of us. <laughs> there's we're no all hope done. for any of us. We're all gonna die. Alone, we're all gonna die. No, we I do believe up. there's hope, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it is, it is, it is empowering to have this kind of transition as you get older, and that is one thing. I am happy, you know, I'm not happy that I got sick, and I'm not happy that someone broke my heart, but I am happy that I didn't get that I didn't get stuck with this guy. If I never got sick, I would have been stuck with this guy, and I probably right. would have turned forty and been like, holy shit, I'm in a loveless relationship because it was already heading that direction after three years mm-hmm. I should have known better but you know sometimes it takes a bit of like a, a real a gut big, punch to wake you right, up so. a big life event and yeah. also if you had had a big life event later on too like how oh much more God. traumatizing would that how been how traumatic you know, would that six have been six years in seven years in yeah and to so. be like oh you're leaving me now yeah so after all of this yeah it's a re- weird world, but people you know they're gonna do what they want to do but I definitely agree especially like with what you say about you know, your standards. And it's so funny because people need to stop saying like so many people I talk to who have been in bad relationships, they go on a date for the first time and they'll say, oh my gosh, this person was so nice. They treated me so nicely. I don't know if you hear that a lot. I hear it so Mm -hmm. much from people. And I'm like, that should be your motherfucking baseline. Yeah, that's the base. Like if a person doesn't treat you nice, what? Then don't yeah. talk to them. Then we're the, done. How is we're that your baseline of, yeah. and I, every time one of my friends say, I'm like, well, how's the date? Like, what's it like? Cause I'm a, a lot of my friends are in the same position of me. We're all starting to date again now after, you know, pandemic is clearing up and whatnot and stuff. So they're all saying the same thing. Oh, he was so nice to me. He was bitch. He better be nice. Yeah, absolutely. If he's not nice to you, then what are you doing? Like, was he funny? Yeah, like, did that, he, like, was he charming? Was there anything else to report Yeah, because night, like, nice I'm sorry, is, but, like, I go to Big Lots all the time, and the staff at Big Lots are so nice. They're really so, nice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super nice. Um, Yeah, it's so true. Like, I got really excited when I was scheduling a date with someone, and he was like, what's your address if you don't mind me? Like, where? what's your neighborhood if you don't mind me asking? Or what, like, what do you want to do? Or do you want me to plan it? Or do you want to plan it? Like, all of this is very considerate. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, he's being so considerate in the planning of this date. And it's like, wait, bitch. They, yeah. Everyone should be like this. Everyone should be this considerate when they're planning the date. 
Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And knowing this that, is, yeah, knowing that we need to keep spreading that word, people like, yeah. Oh my God. This is like, is not the, be- not the baseline people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like this is like, he should, doesn't get any extra praise for this. Everyone <laughs> else just like needs to stop and work on their issues. <laughs> like be kind. I know. I know it's wild out there. I'm wearing the same boat, Jared. I'm dating too. And it's just, you know, we go out there, we put on a brave face, we try to be fun and flirty. And then sometimes we're like, not this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just not this. Um, anything else. Anything else but this. Um, did you bring it? You brought another receipt for me, right? Well, I have another, um, wh- I have another story to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it. <laughs> Please tell me. Um, this one was pre pandemic. So Mm -hmm. I will have to go off my brain power Mm -hmm. of, uh, people pleasing once again. So yes, I was on a hookup app at this time and Mm -hmm. I was not sure it was getting late in bed. And I was again, wanting to just connect with people, whatever new to Los Angeles. And I met a young man who was around my age and said, you know, like, I would love to connect and chat, but I have to be honest with you. I have a kink. Now I am a very kink positive. I'm be- mm-hmm. very sex positive, And I also don't want to feel some- or for anyone to feel bad about their own kinks because, yeah. you know, life is too short to fucking care if someone wants to have a spanking or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Hey, no big deal. Like I'm super open-minded, which is a little bit of a lie, especially back then, because like, I wasn't that open-minded, but I wanted to not make anyone feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So he was like, okay, so I'm into male pregnancy. And I said, Oh, oh excuse me. I don't know what male pregnancy is because, yeah. uh, historically females have pregnancies so yeah could you, it doesn't you know, exist yeah so it doesn't <laughs> and, exist so could you you know enlighten me so while I wait for his little dots to you mm-hmm. know the dots to the thing I frantically am on my computer I, I mean I vividly remember I'm <laughs> waiting up, for him and I'm googling male pregnancy like I know like if the first male who gets pregnant gets to go to Disney World and I know trans you know people who've transitioned have babies as men but like what the fuck is this and I finally by the time he replied back it was a, an image of fan fiction of either like Harry Potter and his the redhead yes. friend Ron. Or, um yeah and um uh the one two of the one direction guys and he was sending me these images of them uh very sexual in nature of them okay. being, of one of them being impregnated okay and I was like oh so you like w- so how does this work like what does this mean like this and is again, a fantasy and it again, I should have like, just been yeah. like, oh, you know, I'm not into this kind of thing. Um, I'll let you go. But instead I said, oh, you know, I'm actually very curious. Don't feel ashamed. Cause he was kind of being like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't, you know, like, sorry if this is too much. And so mm-hmm. I felt bad. So I have this back and forth of like, oh no, it's okay. It's okay. And so basically he said, well, to be honest with you, my goal to find someone is to find someone who I can like fatten them up so that they have a big beer belly. Like maybe they can drink a lot of beer. So that way we can always role play that they're pregnant all the time. Wow. And at that point, mm-hmm. I was really going through like, you know, moving to LA and mm-hmm. feeling not like I fit in and like my body wasn't good enough in the gay community. So I was like, sweetie, I'm not gaining, you know, 20, 30, 40 extra yeah. pounds. I'm already trying to lose a little bit of weight to fit into the standards here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want that to happen. And then he's like, yeah. And he was like, but I'm actually more, I'm, you know, I kind of, I don't want to say lead on, but I just thought I was doing the right thing by letting him express himself. And then he revealed that it was actually male alien pregnancy that was his real kink. And okay. I said, what the fuck is that? Yeah, and what is this? 
do you know that scene in some horror movie with aliens? I think it's literally called Alien or something. Alien. And they said it burst, the alien yeah. burst out of the stomach. He's like, yeah. that concept turns me on. So a man is pregnant with an alien baby. That busts out of the stomach, like rips out, out of, of the stomach. Wait, and so like, how does that feasibly okay, work? Yeah, exactly. So by now I could not just ghost him or block him. <laughs> yeah. now no, I we have things deep. to learn. Yeah, yeah. We, so we now I'm doing, now. I, I've, I've shifted over from my own curiosity to this, like, I feel like I'm doing the Lord's work mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. where, cause I've never heard. And so I thought, okay, um, how does this work? I said, I'm very interested at this point. I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm very curious. I'm very interested. I said, I'm not sure I could gain the weight so quickly. I made some lie that I had some high metabolism, which is obviously not the case. And I was like, we can't do the the beer thing. So what else can we do? He said, oh, well, the other thing that I like to do is take a uh, ball, like a base or what are the things? A basketball um, that you pump up with air and like uh, air pump. And he's like, I could stick it up your ass and pump you up full of air and it'll make your stomach kind of expand, which scientifically, I don't think that is how it works. Wait, no, I'm really. And he also offered to do it with a a bicycle um, Pump. pump and a fish tank pump as well he offered those three options wait so, so did so you follow he, up and say like that doesn't work or no <laughs> well i said yes i well i i in a in because i didn't want him to block me so i was i was you know traveling lightly now i was like being like okay how do i say this with getting yeah you're like cool without, fun mm-hmm. okay yeah so i was <laughs> yeah. like i was like oh, oh how does i was like how i was like is this is this safe like has this done it and then he says yes i've done it before yeah. to myself <laughs> oh and i'm like oh Okay. And so then I'm starting to connect the dots because I do believe a lot of kinks that are like more bizarre are related to like, like he said, he was obviously must have watched that movie alien Mm -hmm. and got a boner when he was six years old or some shit. So anyways, Mm -hmm. the point is, is finally he asks if I want to come over and get full pumped, full uh, pumped up. And I was still kind of like, well, it doesn't really work like that. And he's like, yeah, it does. And he was, he was dead, dead set that like, if you stick it up there, it will gas up your stomach and create this bloatation in your, your belly. And I was like, okay. So I kind of just had to let him think that so I could get to my final question, which was, how is this sexual at all? If I mm-hmm. were to come over right now, what the fuck aspect is going to be sexual besides you p- filling me with air? So I'm just going to be farting the rest of the time. <laughs> he told me, I will never forget this. And I blocked him immediately after he said, you will lay on the bed and go and act as if you are being ripped apart from an alien baby inside of you while I jack off in the corner and watch you perform Uh, this, like this, this acting. So he wanted, he wants a theater actor. He wants, he wants a full-on show. Performance. He wants, full, he, wants, he wants Sigourney Weaver to come over. And I and I was just like, I cannot. I, I, there was nothing else I could say because I got all the information. I you know I was like, there's no more I needed to ask. Wait, no, I, 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 at this point, I was like, I feel endangered. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that you got all the answers because the alien never actually releases clearly, right? Or no. No, right, well, I, would, no I thing... would be pretending to release the alien. But there's no prop. But there's like no, coming yeah, there's out no of prop her. work. He didn't, he didn't reference any props. And I feel like, I mean, he referenced a lot of other things that if he had a toy alien that he would specifically want to see, I feel like he would have it. And although yeah. this was a few years ago, so he by should... now he might have it. Do you want to know my wild thought about this? They adapted, they adapted Alien for the stage. And he should just 
go see that every night of the week. I don't want to give this man the opportunity to go jack off in the theater, but that... (laughs) I think they're they're I'm doing saying, live performances of Alien. I'm saying no to that, Jenny, just for the <laughs> record. I think that he is going to be deeply obsessed with those actors on that stage and then follow them home. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want to put anyone in danger and I'm not trying to kink shame this man, except uh, this is an interesting kink. But if he wanted to see the theatrical stage version of Alien, I think he'd really enjoy it. And theater needs support right now. We need people to buy tickets. That is oh, so okay. true. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> as I say, as I'm being like very devious in the corner, like I can't. Wow. Wild, that, that is wild. Seen? And that they were so, wild. and I feel bad because, you know, I, I opened Pandora's box of letting him explain it. And yeah, I felt bad. And you did I, probably get his hopes up a little bit because you asked him enough up. questions that he was like, oh, Jared is going to come over and let me fill his asshole with air. Yes. Really Wait, so don't... how do you get out of the conversation? Do you say like, oh my God, you're making me too horny. I need to block you because it's like too hot <laughs> no. for me. You're too much I mean, threat. this one, when he said, when I read the paragraph where it was like, you would be laying on my bed acting out a painful pregnancy of an alien coming out of you and you would be screaming and I would be standing in the corner jerking off. That I just hit block. I, there was nothing yeah, else like, I could do besides that. I, there was no follow-up question I had no. to ask in that moment. Because I was, it was just, I had already given myself, you know, this this whole conversation took about an hour to get him to mm-hmm. lead up to that. So by then I was like, I got to be done before he finds out where I live, before he looks <laughs> up more about me. And, you know, I wake yeah. up with an actual, well, I guess it wouldn't be an alien. It would just be a, a pump up my ass. So, <laughs> well, I feel like well. you like had every right to be like, hey, my kink is being paid before doing any of these sort of things. Yeah, my, my my kink. Yeah, my kink is to be paid just to listen to you describe your kink. Yeah, so. See, I need y'all in my life like <laughs> three or four years ago. Good God, I know. Yeah. I well, I think we are off. witnessing a pattern of keeping conversations going past the first red flag. You see one red flag, and you're like. That Is might that be orange. orange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you just but let walking. me can I just say can I just say <laughs> to your walking. listeners, I've learned my I've learned a very valuable lesson over the mm-hmm. over quarantine and recovery. So now I stand my ground very sharply and I don't take any shit. You should see how Hell quickly yeah. I end a conversation now. So yes. I just want people to know there is a redemption story in in the midst of me letting these psychotic conversations go on for far too long that I've now uh, stepped into my power, if you will, and will tell Good. people to fuck right yeah. off. So I'm, I'm no. glad you've pumped up your power. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, you know, we could, we, could, we could say that it makes you, like, cuckoo for, like, continuing to having these conversations, but it, it's a good reflection of who you are. You're very, very sweet, and yeah. you're just, like, you always just, like, assume the best in people, and you yeah, want to have a conversation, lovely. which is fun. It's lovely and really good for podcasts. Oh, totally. Because can you imagine <laughs> if you had cut off any of these conversations before we got to the end? Well, I do have this theory in my mind. You know, I'm very into to being the main character of your own movie. Sure. And, uh, you know, it's just like you got sometimes you got to be the screenwriter of your own movie, too. And you can't mm-hmm. cut these scene short. So I, yeah. I had to have some resolution of one. I had to find out what the sexual nature is with the sure. male of pregnancy. Because everything you said up until the point of him jerking off did not involve any sexual nature at all. No, just theater. So, 
Yeah. Just theater. And we just need to theater, know. Yeah. And we need to know why. Um, so Jared, we have one little segment left. It Ooh. is our quick little game. It's called Quick and Dirty. It's four quick questions. They are not dirty. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. Yay! Okay. Uh, First question. Favorite flirty emoji. Um Oh, I just do the eggplant. Okay. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> We always know what that means. We love. Yeah. We know we love. Uh, most attractive thing about a guy. Like thing you're most attracted to. Oh my God. The sense of humor. You have yeah. to be funny. We're getting yeah. too old for this bullshit. Oh, yeah, it's true. Looks fade, man. Double texting. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Always. Good. And read receipts. Yes or no? No. No. Never. No. No, never. Good. Never have had them on. Don't even know how to turn them on. Ooh, wow. and that's what we love to hear Doesn't on receipts. You don't don't yeah. even know the tools or the settings. <laughs> we love that. I mean, we, you guys can just like believe me for that because I did not also know how to like plug in the audio for this recording either. So, yeah, I think you're, you are you haven't lied to us one yeah. moment in this, <laughs> in this hour that we've spoken. I know. <laughs> I know you've only told us the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but. The truth. Um, this has been such a delight, Jared. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. This was so fun. <laughs> How does everyone follow you on social media? Well, I'm mainly on Instagram, so mm -hmm. I would say find me there at Jared Lips. And then, of course, you can listen to my podcast available anywhere back on air with Jared Lips. And uh, as you mentioned, I am an ambassador for Be the Match, which is the bone marrow donation registry. Um, you can give a sample of your DNA through your cheek swab, nothing nasty, mm -hmm. and it will go into a registry and um, you can help cure people from, who have leukemia, lymphoma, mm -hmm. blood diseases like sickle cell anemia. A lot of things can be cured through a blood trans or for a stem cell transplant. So please check out bethematch.org. Gorgeous. I hope everyone looks, looks it up. Let's save some lives. And thank you so much, Jared, for being on the podcast. Once again, everyone listening, thank you for listening. If you feel like rating and reviewing, I'd love you. I'd love you if you did it. And if you need any dating advice, our voicemail inbox is still open. So give, leave us a little voicemail right at receiptspod.com. Thanks for listening. This was Receipts. This has been Receipts, a dating podcast with evidence, hosted by Jenny Gorlick. And produced by Andrew McGuire. Make sure to follow us on social media. I'm at Jenny Sequa, J-E-N-N-Y-C-E-S-T-Q-U-O-I on Instagram and at Jenny Gorlick on Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram at McGuireGuy at M-C-G-U-I underscore G-U-I. The cover art is by Megan Patzel. The theme song is written by Dylan Adler, sung by Cheno Pinter, and produced by Douglas Wittick. Check out full videos on YouTube and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And make sure you subscribe. If you need dating advice, we'd love to help you out. Send us a DM to at ReceiptsPod.